0: All right and welcome to episode number 44. Yeah, 44. And uh this week I got back on the show uh Chris. Chris is back. Chris Paco Ruiz
1: was popping. He's back. Uh
0: yeah. it's been should i i I come unprepared every time I said this in the last episode I should remember I just recorded it like f- three days ago or two days ago uh episode like twenty five I'm guessing or something like that way back when twenty five twenty six uh I believe that, but um it's been a while yeah i've done I've done two with you if you remember that well yeah, the but 4, that 21. one does, the, that one doesn't count that was oh, like okay. That was like a shit show one, really. Yeah,
1: you've been hitting me up, and I've been dodging you. I'm not even going to lie to you. Though.
0: Well, no, and I told the... I don't know if you've listened to the last show I did. I just put it out on Friday, so it was kind of just like spur of the moment. I have to get something put out. But um, I said, like, I, I told the story about how, how we had fucking plans, basically. Mm-hmm. Toy, episode 28, we had plans, and then I had fucking... Got the the equipment stuck in the garage, and then all my, <laughs> my my plans got fucked for that weekend. So it was all good, and then, then it was just we don't have the schedules lining up. It's it's all good though. That's how life works. Like I've been trying to get, um, and I said that in the last po- podcast. Like I, I I had one with me and you, and then Pat and then Ryan Hinch, yeah. and it was the finally me and Hinch have been trying to work this one out for a minute. And get our schedules to line up, and it was finally, and then I couldn't, and it's like shit. Now it's back to the drawing board with that one. Yeah. But then now this weekend's kind of like I got, I, I'm getting you and Pat, yeah,
1: that's like good. three
0: weeks later or two weeks later or whatever. But it's yeah. it's good
1: to always have some ready to go, especially how hard it is a fun guest. But yeah, you've been trying to hit me up, and uh, I'd say yes, and then I end up bailing. Well, no, you, you. I think that only happened once. It happened like twice. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie, but I yeah, because really you know when I get off work. The last, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, the last thing I want to do is record a fucking I podcast. I think the last, I think the last one was when you were
0: just like, fucking, I'm going to dinner. And yeah. that wasn't, I didn't really consider that bailing. That was just like, okay. you had plans. Because uh, yeah. I, I just, I just was texting you on certain days. Like, Let's you want you want, Yeah, you want to record just like, you know, <laughs> because it's like, I, I, I get you, dude. The last thing I really want to do on certain days off and... Most of the time, this this week I was doing that, and last week, because I had jury duty, so I wasn't, like, working all day, it mm-hmm. sucked. I was there all day, but I wasn't really working, I wasn't doing anything, right. so I was kind of just like, let's fucking go, let's talk, like, but I, get, I totally get that, because I'm like that every day.
1: Yeah, but today, today's a different day. We planned on watching the fights together, um, and so... And that's
0: what see. we originally planned weeks ago with, yeah. <laughs> with just, Alessandra,
1: <laughs> we oh, right, to, it was right, a big, right, big right. bigger fight, but... But first of all, I want to say uh congratulations and shout out to uh, Brian Ortega T City coming out with that big win today uh fucking coming into this fight, I did not think uh I thought he had a good chance, but um facing the Korean zombie, I thought it was uh gonna be I thought it was gonna be a hard one, but uh obvious today after this fight, he fucking went and controlled that whole fight can you say the same thing or what yeah
0: i'm like i'm more of a casual Mm mma watcher you're more into mma you know these guys all of them i don't know half of the new guys yeah i've never seen that ortega guy fight before i've seen korean zombie once or twice but i can't tell you anything significant about him
1: yeah but
0: coming in this fight they had a
1: they didn't like each other
0: yeah see i didn't i don't know any of that kind of shit like to me it didn't even look like they didn't like each other they were palm they were they were you know fist bumping each other before each round and shit it was just like whatever but, um, yeah,
1: he, he, he beat the shit out of that dude, Beat the shit out of him. And, uh, it's fucking crazy. Cause I wasn't expecting that, but fucking uh shout out to Brian Otega. He fucking whooped ass and, uh, I'm very happy he's coming for the belt. So
0: I don't know any of the people that fought tonight.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Um, uh, <laughs> I wasn't too big on a couple of them, uh, just a couple on the main card I knew. But, um, I mean the all around, uh, from the first early, early prelim prelim fights, the first fight lasted 51 seconds with the knockout. And so, throughout the whole fights, so I was watching at my house, and the whole fucking card was amazing. This whole yeah. card was amazing. I'm, well,
0: then, uh, yeah, next week's card, I actually know more people on it. And oh, Next yeah, week, next, next weekend's card is the card, yeah, everyone's uh, looking yeah, that, forward to.
1: That card's going to be crazy. Um, but, yeah, today was an awesome uh, fight day, so I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, fucking... That was brief. Let's like, I mean, pretty, yeah. I mean, no, like no, let's no, talk about Nick. Ne- let's talk about we. We only talked about the main event. Fuck all the other because I I, I don't I don't know any of those guys. That's but next right. yeah next week's next week's
1: next week ne- um, next week we got talk Gaethje and talk about yeah Khabib. the main event Khabib um, and Gaethje
0: for the title.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be fucking wild. That's a big one. It's a big one. They're both good wrestlers. They're it, both good on. Uh, could be ground could be russell's bears yeah he's a that's funny We were making jokes <laughs> earlier today that uh <laughs> that uh everybody he's fought in the ufc uh that bear that he fought was probably a better, uh, yeah, better matchup fu- for him better fighter <laughs> uh, bear, bear better fighter but yeah um during this whole COVID thing the ufc has fucking really uh stepped it up i'd say putting yeah. on these uh probably these last the- seven cards have been fucking amazing um, I mean the safest environment. Safest really. environment. Um over in Fight Island Abu Dhabi, they're just doing it right. Dana White's fucking the man. He's uh he's making it work and uh he's putting on some of the fucking best fights that yeah. I've seen personally in a while. Yeah. I've so, seen, And, 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 I mean, and who, we're still who, we're still not even done with the year yet. That was so.
0: la- and what was it who what's the guy's name that had that knockout last week that was like the fucking up kick knockout, or the back kick knockout that oh, was like the uh, knockout buckley the
1: the best knockout ever yeah that was insane uh and nobody even heard and the, of that and guy. that
0: just happened on a random fight night like, it was
1: just a prelim fight yeah it was cr- a prelim fight and he fucking uh caught the guy's leg held it spinned around and uh he like, kicked him right in the face is the first time that's ever been done in the ufc and uh that's Definitely going to go down as one of the best knockouts yeah, ever. Fucking Jeff Hardy kick, dude. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that card was amazing too. Uh, like I said, they're just putting on good fights after good fights. So uh, next week's next week's what's, no different. What's the
0: co-main event? Because there's a, co-main there's events: no...
1: Jared Cannonier and Robert Whitaker, and whoever wins that yeah, fight Whitaker. will will uh, face uh, style bender Israel Adesanya yeah. for the title again, yeah. which he's already beat Whitaker before. And uh, for for the title... The other
0: guy's the guy I've never heard of, the big-ass dude. Yeah, Jared Cannoneer. He's a fucking
1: monster, so... uh, That's the guy
0: with the cool-ass name, the Gorilla... Yeah, Gorilla Killer. The Gorilla Killer, yeah.
1: So if I, I, I... I'm hoping he wins because Stylebender already it's fought Whitaker. It's a new, it's a new fight. It's a new fight for him. Yeah, and, and then it's probably th- the hardest fight that he'll ever have to.
0: There's do. there's another one on that card that's an, that's looking good too.
1: Um, mm, Alexander Vol, yeah, Volkov, Volkov and, and uh, Walt Harris. Yeah, and then there's the
0: the other uh, the other Khabib dude at the very first fight of the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those him, him, fucking and, guys. I yeah. Know, I can't. those dudes I always remember. fucking. Yeah,
1: put yeah. yeah that put was on was show though. That was the same uh, first fight this tonight. The first fight, uh, he had his last name was one of those weird Russian names. He beat the fucking guy in fifty one seconds with the <laughs> knockout. So those guys are fucking animals. Yeah, they wrestle bears, dude. Yeah. So fucking next week should be
0: awesome. Um, is there is there anything big announced that's coming up that I haven't heard? Because I haven't heard of anything. Um, like, what's the next the big
1: next biggest thing I could probably say is going to happen is Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor.
0: That's is that confirmed?
1: That's, it's it's I'm. I'm I mean, Pretty that's sure what they're talking. Verbally, talk, verbally that's confirmed. What they're both both have verbally talked about. Verbally confirmed for January 23rd. Um, hopefully in Dallas Stadium. I guess that's where they want to fight. So if that I mean, Connor probably wants people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, fucking Conor McGregor. He's his ego's so big. He needs people there. He needs watching. people there exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and he can call his own shots. He's not going to fight without people. Right, and uh, it's a way better fight than the last fight he did against Cowboy. That was kind of, I mean, kind of everybody went into that fight knowing yeah. what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, you may love Cowboy, but you know the
1: outcome of that yeah, one. Yeah, and McGregor's already beat um Poirier before, but it was in a uh smaller division. This time they'll be fighting one seventy. So yeah. that would be fucking insane. So uh that that's a that'll be a real problem for McGregor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, That'll
1: be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be great for What's happens. what's
0: what's what's John Jones's is situation looking like? Who 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 are they talking about for him next?
1: Uh, he thinks I think he wants to go heavyweight. heavyweight he vacated his and, lightweight. Oh, um, okay,
0: yeah, that I remember hearing about that. My coworker he, was telling me yeah, about he that. He's looking what looking at Stepe.
1: A, he could fight Stepe, he could fight <sighs> Francis Ngannou, he could fight There's a whole there's a whole I mean, list of him, guys him that he could go
0: through. And, him and Stepe, man would be Uh,
1: uh I'll tell you what, it's not going to do the same as uh the light hate light uh weight division cuz these heavyweights These are guys fucking are monsters. fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, they're
0: monsters. The heavyweight division has always been my favorite cuz those dudes are fucking huge and they just I remember from back in the day uh Tim Sylvia. Mm-hmm. He was like six foot six. Yeah. And he looked, like, he just had a total beer belly. Yeah. But he was, he threw just this gnarly fucking like side uppercut type of like, he just would, he'd rear back and throw his arm. Oh, and, that, and he had this gnarly, a yeah, gnarly reach. And he would <laughs> do it throughout the fight and he would just finally get you and you'd be down. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's, the heavyweights were always just my shit. These guys are fucking huge and it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. And they got, they got some good, uh, heavyweights in the division right now. So John Jones steps up. If he actually uh, decides to fight, then he's gonna have some trouble. I could say that. And uh, Stylebender's even thinking about going to light heavyweight now and taking over that division. Yeah, Cause, I that's mean, what all these
0: guys seem to do nowadays. They I just mean, they start at a low division and then they go up because it's unhealthy to right. be doing that for so long. And their well, natural weight. That's is what's
1: you- exciting about it. Because once you go in a division, take it over. Yeah. If you want to play safe, you could stay there and just you know run through keep everybody running through everybody and you know yeah. like i said if warbrook whitaker beats jen uh jared Cannonier, then he's gonna fight stella bender again stella bender doesn't want to do that he wants to fucking go and start yeah you know do uh, what all these other guys do they exactly. move up yeah, yeah move and then they become double champions or whatever exactly take over that shit so yeah that'll be cool to see that yeah yeah that's well, a ufc i yeah. love it
0: well all right um all right, so let's talk about your Raiders, dude, mm-hmm. because um, your Raiders have been... They they had a big win this last week. Sure uh, did. We'll talk about this week six coming up here. Uh, they're on a bye this week, so yeah. you can sit pretty this week and just relax. But yeah, yeah they so, had a uh, big they had a big win this last week. It was a statement win. They the needed statement it. Statement win, division win. So. Um, they've looked good in some games. They've looked a little off in some. The Bills game was definitely like they looked off in mm-hmm. that game, but... When they're on, they're on. Mm-hmm. Like, and when Carr's making the right decisions, he's making the right decisions. Especially with that fucking Rugs guy. Yeah, I mean that dude is fucking.
1: See, we're th- great. We're, th- we're three and two. We're three and two with Rugs. Yeah, two- we're zero and two without without him. him yeah.
0: yeah. So I mean, he's a difference maker. He's a playmaker.
1: And even even though the last uh, the first couple games he didn't really have any big uh, any big plays or anything like that, but he's a uh, he's like a. He's a he's a bait, you know. He he he's a bait for the defense. He, yeah, he disturbs you know? he, he exactly. disrupts the defense. Exactly. Yeah. So they're trying to stop him. Well, because uh, a- he's a speedster. Angler has right? been going off. Uh, uh, fucking, he's killing it, uh, Darren Waller. You, yeah, has been. Wa- fucking Waller's been great,
0: up. and then I mean, uh, you're running back jacobs I'm Running back Josh, Josh, Josh jacobs. jacobs. He's been good. He uh, a little injury scare there. So
1: yeah, a okay. good
0: thing that you guys have a bye because. Everybody's been getting hurt this year. Yeah, I know. It's the crazy. last thing you want is your one of your top players to get hurt.
1: So. Yeah. So, um, I think uh, I think John Gruden sat down Derek Carr and said, "Listen, motherfucker, you need to stop being a bitch. You need to stop being a pussy, and believe in the Lord and fucking throw the long <laughs> ball." It's exactly what we did against the Chiefs, and we fucking scored 40 points on them. And the Chiefs—that's the the
0: the—they made this one. I believe that not the Chiefs, the Raiders made this one decision at the end that I was like, you, you're giving the ball back with Mahomes with too much time, and it was right. like, why? Was it the
1: fourth and one. Yeah, it was the fourth and, and one. They went for and it, they,
0: and, and it was like, you're giving them too much time. But then they ended up getting out of it with just defensive plays, and it didn't come back to bite them. But oh,
1: right, right, right. But the very, the last, very, the last, very the last, the last drive, the very last, the last drive, drive, we had the ball probably at r forty five, and it was fourth and one, and. uh, either you could kick that field goal you could you know try to maybe kick that field goal and come out with the win or you could fucking go for it and actually come out the win for sure and instead of missing having the opportunity to miss a field goal and giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes John Gruden said you know what fucking Derek run it right up the middle let's get the fucking W and let's go back home get some rest yeah I'm not, I, I don't have. Two
0: I, I don't have a problem with that I am yeah. talking about the their their last drive like they after they finished up they oh, yeah, they, they called the time they, they called a timeout on a play that was like why would you call a timeout here cuz now the clock is stopped and they have mm-hmm. the 2 minute warning mm-hmm. and they should have let the clock run down to the 2 minute warning Use that that is the timeout mm-hmm. and it didn't come back to bite them it was one of those moments where you're like what the fuck are they doing here at the very end it was like head scratching mm-hmm. but it didn't come back to bite them in that game it just it, they left Mahomes with I think instead of the announcers were saying it that he would have had 38 or 42 seconds and they left him with like a minute and 25 seconds which is so much more They're talking
1: about the same game at the end of the game you're talking about i believe so no because we had the ball at the end of the game yeah we had Uh, the ball we had the yeah they uh they came back maybe thinking about another different game yeah because we were up we were up uh by 18 or 16 with like maybe six minutes left gave the chiefs the ball back they came back they scored a touchdown, got the two point conversion. There's probably like four minutes left, and we held the ball that whole four minutes. Yeah. So we, uh, that's what, that's like Josh, that's where Josh James comes into our equation. He ran the ball, kept getting good, decent yards. We got enough first downs. Yeah. To, uh, and that's what I said. It was fourth and one with probably like less than two minutes left. Fourth and one. And if we, you know, kick the field goal or punt, you know, we give them the ball back, but if we fucking go for this fourth and one on our 45, which is, gives them good uh, uh, field uh, uh, good field uh, advantage, then fucking we, you know, we could potentially lose this game. or tie tied up and go to overtime. Yeah. John Gruden said, no, we're going to fucking go for it. Derek, Derek Carr took the snap, ran it up the middle. And we win the game. We nailed it, and that was it. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. Yeah,
0: maybe thinking about the wrong game. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But that's the only that. that's the only Chiefs lost though this year.
1: Yeah, first first loss, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're talking about the right game.
1: But yeah, it was it was uh it was very fucking uh it was very nice waking up Monday with the Raiders' W. Yep. Yeah. It's always nice. My team's still undefeated, yeah, so. Yeah, you guys are fucking looking great. You got the Bucks
0: this week and that's one of the what well, that's one of the games I got here marked. Um I got uh, it may not seem like an interesting matchup on paper because of records, but I got the Falcons and the Vikings, um, zero and five and a one and one and four team. Yeah, um, but both of these teams, like one of them's got to snap out of this funk, and I don't know. They're both bad right now, so I I, I have a feeling they're both going to score a lot because their defenses are both not looking that great. So well, I, if, I think that game to me is going to be one of the more higher scoring games and f- interesting games because they're both bad and they're both playing each other. So somebody's got to
1: – I highly disagree with you. I think that game is going to be probably one of the worst games ever. I, I mean, Dalvin Cook – Nobody's going to watch it.
0: Dalvin – nobody's going nobody's gonna to watch it, but yeah. um, that's one of the games I got flagged here. The The Falcons need a win. They just fired their head coach. They still have a lot of talent. Matt Ryan, um, Todd Gurley, Cal, Matt, uh, Calvin Ridley's like the – Third best receiver in the league. Matt um, Ryan's t- talentless dude. Um, but they still they they still got they they still got weapons there. He can still get the they he, do. he can still get the ball to Calvin Ridley, and he can still get the ball to Julio Jones, and mm-hmm. Todd Gurley's still there. They, and look what happened last week when, when Houston fired their coach, get their new coach in, and they win right away. Because they have talent there, and they shouldn't have been 0-4 and, and or 0-5 or whatever the fuck they were. They should not have been winless. Right. They're a good team. Right. And the Falcons should not be winless. Like their, their defense has just been awful. Yeah. And the Vikings should not be 1-4. Their, their coaching has been bad, too. So I just, I don't know, Dalvin Cook is the one thing for me that thinks that they're usually a running team, and now their running back is hurt. So I think Kirk Cousins is going to try to throw the ball more. And the Falcons' defense is trash. So I think that the the score is going to be the Vikings are going to be scoring a lot. Thus, the, the Falcons are going to have to score, too. So mm-hmm. and they're both just going to it's going to be one of those games that I think is going to at least hit like a 60 point in the spread. Well, the I,
1: Vikings fucked up their uh, they fucked up their th- this season uh, by getting rid of digs.
0: Yeah, I Those mean one obviously of the things they've they, done. He wasn't happy there though, so I mean wow. you know, and we do have another one. We have a divisional matchup with the Texans and the Titans. The Texans, mm-hmm. you know, one and four, the Titans are undefeated, but they're a divisional matchup. And like I said, new coach, new attitude there in Texas. A lot of talent that wasn't being <laughs> utilized the right way. Mm-hmm. So I and Texas always has the Titans number. The Titans mm-hmm. are like they're, they're my AFC team. So that one has me a little worried. But the Titans have looked really strong. Yeah. So that's going to be a tough one though. But it's going to be a close game. It's always uh, close with, with, I say Tennessee, man. Um, yeah, I think Tennessee's gonna pull that one out. they
1: play this season, they, they definitely de- showed out. So,
0: they definitely are. They're they they whooped on the bills. Um, yeah, we have a couple matchups of just uh, just horrible teams. Um, <laughs> the Bears and the Panthers is another one. Uh, the Panthers have been without Christian they, McCaffrey, without McCaffrey, though, they've been winning. They're yeah. three and two. The uh, uh, Teddy's been getting better with this team uh, Robbie Anderson's been solid for them yeah they're running back I forget who it is Mike Davis yeah he had a game last week he's been he's been solid filling in for them they use him the same way they use McCaffrey he catches the ball he runs the ball mm-hmm. he's nowhere near as talented but they use him they don't use him on every down like McCaffrey but they use him in the same exact way and it works the same and um, the Bears are four and one coming off a big win over the bucks mm-hmm. so these two teams are both coming off big wins they're on winning streaks and they both need to continue winning streaks. So this is kind of must-win for both teams. What do you think about Big Dick Nick Foles? Oh, fucking Big Dick Nick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nick Foles, but I don't think – I hate the Bears. Fuck yeah. the Bears. I hate. I think this whole run – I mentioned it in the last uh, podcast I did earlier this week. I, I don't think it's on the same level as Kyle Orton and the Broncos in 06. Oh, but <laughs> because they started – I remember, dude, they started – no, it wasn't 06. It was like 09. I remember being up in Jackson – and this guy, we were doing our football picks, and they were six and zero at the time. And this guy was like fucking Broncos gear, all. He's like, "We're going to the Super Bowl this year," and I was like, "Kyle Orton sucks." What was his and name?
1: He, Michael Hinch. He
0: was just—he he was some older guy, and I remember just being like, "Kyle Orton sucks." And he's just like, "We're six and and0 and they proceeded to lose every single game after that because yeah. Kyle Orton was trash yeah. and the Broncos sucked. So I, I think this Bears team—I don't know, fuck. Like they got talent, but Nick and Nick Foles is talented, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on. And the Bears. Uh, Who else you got? We got um, the Packers and the Bucks, obviously. Um, if the 49ers weren't such trash, the 49ers and the Rams would be an interesting matchup. But the Niners have just been, fuck injuries, and they don't look in sync at all. Yeah, not at all. And yeah. something's off there. But that's still one to watch just because it's divisional.
1: I think you know? between uh, all three of their quarterbacks, I think they're all literally the same. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah.
0: This is the big one for this week. Um, this is the... I, it should be I, it should it's listed as actually this is the month there's two Monday night games so the Chiefs and the Bills mm. both four and one mm-hmm. um, both coming off of losses I believe
1: mm-hmm.
0: bad losses because the Bills got whooped on by the Titans yeah. and the Chiefs lost a close one to the Raiders so
1: yeah that should be uh, this should is
0: be... both teams need to to get back into their rhythm and win so this should be a good one uh, both awesome quarterbacks both have arms both run. It's this new age of of quarterback, and it's going to be on display here with both teams.
1: I think Mahomes comes back uh, stronger than ever after that loss to the Raiders. Uh, I, bet, I I guarantee you that I've put some fucking uh, some uh, some oomph in his next uh, performance. Yeah. He's about to have because I know that fucking hurt him when yeah. we beat him. So I know he's about to fucking um, he's about to show out on that game. Yeah, I um... and you can say the same for. Uh, josh allen too because i mean don't they're be both they're two of the best quarterbacks in the league
0: mahomes is elite he's elite yeah, elite right. level quarterback right. um josh allen is trying to get there and this year fantasy wise he's like a fucking top three quarterback so yeah. yeah and fuck you because you have the top two yeah. so we'll, we'll get there okay you have the top two quarterbacks and i don't understand why or how Which i remember suck. seeing in the draft like well, I guess we'll just jump there right now. That's all I have. Uh, the Cardinals and Cowboys game would have been interesting if Dak didn't hurt himself, and right. I'm it, it sucks. You that never
1: know, Big Red might fucking show out. Yeah,
0: but I that I like I liked the matchup of Dak and Kyler Murray both like well, being I just this, like
1: Kyler Murray. He's awesome. He's fucking amazing. He's awesome. The yeah. Cardinals
0: are awesome. Yeah. So we have that. Um, that's our Monday night game. Our Sunday night games the the Raiders. I mean the Rams the Niners and Niners. Niners. So. Um, so, yeah, our, our fantasy league, I remember when we were drafting, you took Russell Wilson semi-early, not really early, but like fourth round or something like that. I was like, okay, there goes Chris with his quarterback. And I was targeting Josh Allen, and he wasn't ranked very high in most drafts. And I was targeting him and Kyler Murray and, like, uh, fuck, one or two other quarterbacks. Um, usually guys I go lower in drafts. And around the time right before I took Kyler Murray – I saw you took fucking Josh Allen like right before that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like in the same round. And I was thinking to myself, didn't he just draft Russell Wilson? And I'm sitting there like maybe he's on auto draft. I'm like, no, he's not on auto draft. This motherfucker just took Josh Allen, who's fucking ranked super low down. And he took him fucking already. And he's fucking already got a quarterback. I was so fucking pissed. So I took. Kyler Murray, the next pick, because you fucking trip me all up. Like now people are gonna start taking quarterbacks. If he takes Allen this early, everybody's gonna start being like, Oh, they're not left, and I'm gonna lose my fucking late pick. But I got a quarterback that is ranked fucking in the top ten. So that's usually what I like to do. He's top he's he's five right now. So but yeah, um
1: So the reason I took Russell Wilson so early is because he's the one that projects the most points. Yeah. You know? And I know you. No, I you're get that. Like you're always like, dude, why you pick a uh, quarterback so early? You could get one later. You could go. You could have got him later. Well, I want him now. I want to make sure I have him. Yeah, but and I. I know I, Russell Wilson Noah shows out. I've had him last year in fantasy, and he fucking did me. Yeah, leaders. no, it's
0: not a bad. It's not a bad pick.
1: What what I what I don't get is you have a top. You
0: have like like you were talking about earlier before we started recording, you have a hole at running back and you have the number one and number two ranked quarterbacks. So trade that number two ranked quarterback for for a top ranked running back. You could get a number one running back. Like somebody would trade you. Josh Allen for like, I wouldn't do it because I don't need a quarterback, but say I needed a quarterback and Christian McCaffrey was healthy. I would give you Aaron Jones for Josh Allen. And that's a top running back for a top quarterback, fair trade, because you'd get a guy who starts every game and I'd get the fill the hole I need, but you have to find somebody who needs a quarterback. You just, and you have to make the right deal for both of your teams. You can't like certain people try to always think about trade, like trade raping you, I'm gonna fucking rip you off and right. that kind of shit. And every time I've ever made a trade with somebody, I try to make it like, okay, you need this field and this field, and I need this field. I will give you the equal balance. And if you feel you need something else, then I'll give you like the lowest ranked, you know, whatever on my. T- like last year, I made a deal that was like Chris Carson. Last year, I actually traded for Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I had Joe Mixon, and my buddy Juan had Josh Allen, and he wanted Mixon. He needed a running back. And I made a series of trades because my team got all fucked from injury. So I made like – I traded with my buddy Dan. I ended up making one that was like, I'll give you George Kittle and like I needed a, I needed running backs bad. Both of mine got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was – and I had, I had Kittle and Mark Andrews. So I had two top tight ends. So I was like, and I don't have sp- – and I had full wide receivers. So I don't have spots for them. So I took one of the receivers and George Kittle – and gave them to my buddy Dan for Chris Carson, and then he just threw in um, fucking Jimmy Graham as a kicker. I didn't even need him. I ended up dropping him after that. And then the next trade I made was I flipped Carson for like fucking somebody, and then I ended up getting... Josh Allen for Mixon. So I ended up flipping a bunch of players and rolling around my team. And my team at the time was like two and four. And then I ended up making the playoffs. And I lost in the first round, but I still flipped it around and got in. And that's what my goal was. I was trying to make a trade earlier this year with my buddy Juan, because I need, I, need I need a running back. I got hurt, and I need a running back. But it's just, you know, it's, sometimes it's not, it's not easy to do that.
1: I'll tell you what. The only reason I've kept Josh Allen this long is because
0: well, you need him right now for exactly. your buys and stuff. I get I got that. Bye week with Russell. No, Wilson. No, I know.
1: Now, now after Russell Wilson, we, there's only one bye week this year. Yeah, I so get now you. I could fucking start. No, Russell Wilson I'm not be f- comfortable with that. I could, you know, now I could. Now, I get why you have a solid quarterback yeah. for this. I'm four and one in this. League. And you've been I'm pretty goddamn good. Yeah, at this your league. team. Your
0: team's I have you're, an amazing team. You yeah, know? your team's the best in the league. I'm not denying that. So I'm, now
1: after this week, I could you know maybe shop around if I yeah, want
0: to. Yeah, and and I but mean I also
1: like having. I know you like. I know.
0: I know you like having I watch your lineup every week and some you flip flop your players in and out based off matchups. And that's what you like to do. And I see that.
1: Like you said, I have a big gaping hole in my run game. Yeah. And and that's and I mean,
0: I have a hole right now, too. It's the same fucking thing. Frank
1: Gorn have Adrian Peterson.
0: Yeah. See, you 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 need help there. And that's the thing. Like right now, you don't need it because you're winning. Right. And and. It may not affect you right now at all. Like, oh, see, yeah, because
1: my, my receiver, I have DK you, Matt. Yeah, you're, half
0: you're, your receiving core I've, has been, has been helping you a lot. Brandon
1: Cooks, I have, uh, and
0: see, that was like, that was my hope. All these injuries hit me and then COVID. Uh, this Tyreek last...
1: Hill, Amari Cooper.
0: But yeah, okay. Yeah. Your team, Stefan Diggs, your team, you have a ridiculous team. <laughs> uh,
1: it's fucking insane. So yeah,
0: you're four and one in, in your division. And then, um, Right behind you is my buddy Juan at four and one as well, and then it's the same in in my division. I'm four and one, and then I'm right behind with with uh, somebody else. Um, but yeah, you have you have a stacked team. I have Kyler Murray. I have Aaron Jones. I have. Uh, I'm starting Ronald Jones Jr. this week. Uh, no choice, pretty much. Um, I have Chris Godwin back from injury. Calvin Ridley. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, That Jonu Smith, that tight end from Tennessee, has just been a fucking breath of fresh air for me.
1: Oh, Uh, I Actually, I I don't have Adrian Peterson. I have James Robinson, who has been shown out, too, uh, for Jacksonville. And I also have Dalvin Cook, but he's hurt.
0: Yeah, well, see, this is... Dude, the problem this year, I I changed my strategy, and I went, like, I'm going to go more running back heavy because I always fuck get my running backs either get hurt or i only have one solid running back and it doesn't help me at all and i always have to trade for him so i went deep with running back this year mm-hmm. and it didn't it didn't matter like i ended up drafting I, first and i drafted McCaffrey, and then i got aaron jones and McCaffrey gets hurt. Aaron Jones is here. Aaron Jones is by is early. Well, Ronald Jones is is on the Bucs, so you don't know how many touches he's gonna get. It's kind of a iffy play if at a flex at max. Melvin Gordon got the start. Now he's out due to injury. Their team's all fucking up in the air. Uh, Jarek McKinnon for a minute was like a top ten running back, but then the Niners are all fucking up in the air. Mostert comes back. McKinnon barely gets any fucking work. And it's like
1: fucking weird year. it's it's
0: weird dude like it's hard to fucking pick who so so d- during week two i was like dude i'm stacked at running back and now it's week six and i'm like fuck i'm fucked at running back like it's fucking me again like so i'm i don't know this week is a big matchup for both of us because we both lost last week so we kind of need to win both barely, both barely, our ma- yeah barely. we both barely lost last week
1: i made some dumb uh Last minute decisions in my Always trust your gut and uh it backfired very hard.
0: Always always. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm playing this year. This week. I don't know when we play, but whenever we play it's gonna be a big one.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it should be a good week. Um I'm not worried though.
0: No, I I mean you're you're like I said, your team's the best team your team's the team to look out for. And yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, okay, it's okay. All right, so yeah, that was the football talk. Uh, let's see the, yeah, um, brief baseball shit. The Dodgers won forced to game seven. Let's see what the score is right now, Tampa game Bay seven of up. Tampa Bay. Uh, last zero. I looked, they were up.
1: The sixth, I think.
0: Uh, three to zero, two outs in the sixth, top of the sixth. There's two on. Um, we're looking at uh, who's on fucking. Uh, Martin Maldonado's on third, and Jose Altuve's on first with um, Michael Brantley.
1: Up. Uh, I'm hoping for Atlanta Braves, Tampa Bay. World yeah, Series.
0: that's that's what I'm hoping for as well. Um, I'm happy that there's going to be two game sevens, more competitive baseball, more baseball. It's good shit. Um, You know, we're not watching right now because we're recording, but... I'll catch the highlights later. And all. also
1: congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers. I mentioned that in the last show they won. They won. The, how do you feel about that? You're more of a basketball guy um, than I, I am. Felt,
1: I felt, uh, uh, the, the whole bubble situation was awesome. Yeah. I thought, uh, they, some of the best basketball I've ever watched.
0: Yeah. See, I, I, I didn't watch really any basketball. I don't really watch basketball much anymore.
1: I pretty much caught a game every day. Um, it was fucking awesome. Uh, they weren't worried about anything. They were just there to play basketball, which fucking made them fucking ball out. And uh, Jimmy Butler took the Heat to the fucking uh, finals, which was awesome. I was kind of hoping they would. I be, didn't know but... a
0: single player on that team except for Igodawa. I was like, the f-? I was like, who are all Funny these guys? Igudala
1: has uh, been in the NBA finals for the yeah. last six years.
0: Uh, isn't that insane? Yeah, and it's crazy. and dude, LeBron has been to every finals the last ten years except for one. Yeah, that's the most insane. When I saw that, I was like, that's the most insane thing I've like every single year except for one yeah. what the fuck are we like
1: he's the goat man it's
0: fucking insane whether you love the guy or hate the guy you have to fucking understand like jesus christ man yeah. nobody else is going to do that shit um, like he went to gonna...
1: he went to los angeles los angeles last year with the mission and fucking it took him one, one uh two years to fucking complete it so yeah um so
0: this is what is he the first player with 3 or is that second player with, with three three rings with with or like, cuz he's got a ring with three different teams yeah yeah. Is he the first player to do that? I think so. Maybe. Because
1: I, I haven't heard that stat out yet.
0: Because I, I, it's either him or there, there was either him or one other person. Because um, the stat for the longest time is there was only a couple of people that won titles with two different teams, mm-hmm. and there was only there, I think there's only like three or four people that have done that.
1: I'm not sure. I've heard that stat. Um, but yeah, they fucking. I, I believe he, yeah,
0: I believe he's the first person to. Win. I can't think of anybody else that's won a title with three different organizations. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's the first. Oh, okay, I don't cool. know. Don't quote me on that. But all right. Well, I'll tell you my. We're we're at the half hour mark. It should get me get get this out quick. I'm gonna rip this bong real quick, yeah, and I'll I'm tell you. Grab a beer. Yeah, Chris is gonna grab a beer, and when he gets back, I'll rip this bong because I don't want just fucking dead air. Because you know he can't just can't just wait till I rip my bong and then grab his beer. But I got my jury duty. Um, Story to tell because the case is over, so I can spill the beans. And it's interesting. I told Chris a little bit about it, but I'm gonna tell the whole entire story now. All right. And it's actually really, really ra- rather interesting. So there's the pop of that. Uh, I'm gonna hit this bong. So yeah, Chris, fucking talk for a second.
1: So yeah, I've been bailing on Johnny. Uh, I, I I didn't I didn't want to fucking do this. And then um I came. Uh, we planned on watching the fights. So I came. <laughs> And then he started telling me his jury duty story. And he said, you know what? We'll save it for the podcast. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know we were doing a podcast today. But all right. So we, got some, we got some extra time. So we'll do it. All right. So yeah. um, So yeah, as I said. So uh, yeah, what happened in jury duty? So as You've I said. we have been sa- in jury duty for the last six days. What happened? Yeah. So
0: as I said on the last show that I did, um, I'll be posting this fucking a week later. So it'll be a week. But I recorded it like three days ago. So... <coughs> Yeah, that um, – I went in on Wednesday last week at 12.30. Um, they did the whole, you know, spiel about the excuses. If you got an excuse, line up. If it qualifies under this. If it doesn't, come back at 9 a.m. All that. Went through all that. I got selected. So the case started on Tuesday this week. We get in. We uh, we go in on Tuesday. We get all of our uh, our, you know – Evidence thrown at us. We get testimony from um, this. the 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 case is a felon charged with possession of a um, illegal firearm, illegal loaded firearm. And so, at at first, at first saying that you're like, okay, that's pretty cut and dry. You know, (laughs) a felon in possession of a firearm. But you got to hear the story, see what happened, figure out all the details, all that kind of stuff. So,
1: how old was this guy?
0: uh, Probably when it happened. I believe he was, he's 28, mm. and it was two years ago. So when it happened, he was like 20, 25, 26. So he's a young black kid. So, you know, get that out of the way right, right away, you know. And these two cops are one was a white guy. His name was Cooper, you know. So get, there's the picture. And the other guy was a Mexican guy. Uh, uh, Ribera was his last name. I don't remember his first name. But, uh, they, um, so simple traffic stop. They, uh, a traffic stop for tinted windows. I'll tell you both. So, so first we get we get the officer's testimony. Both both the officers, the arresting officer and his partner. Then there was two other officers that were on scene afterwards to just assist. One of those officers was the one that found the gun. We heard from both of them. Then we heard from the forensic, like expert that came and took pictures and all that kind of stuff, and and did the DNA sampling. So. I won't get into her because she, her shit's really not that important. But um, so the first cop, he was saying, you know, like, I stopped this car for tinted windows. And when I went up to the window, the driver first off, the one of the key details was when he went to stop him, he stopped. And then he the cop said he sped off and then he came to us. He turned and stopped off into a court. So then he he came up to the car, asked him for his license. He said he didn't have his license. The cop asked him to step out. The kid said no. He pulled his arm out, grabbed him out of the car, and they searched the car. They found a gun. He had a passenger in the car with him, his brother, his older brother. So they have him in the back of the car. They tell him we found a gun. He says that when he stopped him that the driver had his left hand on the steering wheel and his right hand reaching down. Now that becomes a key part in this story. His partner says that he saw the suspect with his right arm on the steering wheel with his left hand going down in his mm-hmm. testimony. So both the cops have different, different stories, different hands and positionings. Now it gets that 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 was one of the part of the evidence that's really Interesting. There. Now they had their body cams on. We didn't see any body cam footage. We saw five seconds of body cam footage of them saying that they found the gun in his car and him acting surprised that he didn't know that there was a gun in his car. So, the brother, we get we get all this testimony from from them, and it seems pretty, you know, fuck. Like we're seeing these pictures of the gun in the car and all this kind of stuff, and then we get the test. Uh, we get his defense and and the cross examination, and this is where. His lawyer did something that that really stuck out for me. That was just that that became a key in deliberation and all this kind of stuff. His lawyer said, "Now he started every every uh, one of his interviews off with this. Now you learn in the academy how to write truthful, honest, accurate reports, and then yes." And you learn in tech school how to write truthful, honest, accurate reports. Yes. And you learn in, you know, whatever department you're in right now. The he was in a special like gang-related type of department. Department in this department, you learn how to write truthful, honest, accurate reports. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. So you stated on this date, you know, saying he, that you saw his arm reaching down. Is that correct? Yes. Well, why wasn't that in your truthful and honest and accurate report? And the officer responds, you know, I, "I didn't feel it was relevant." <laughs> and it's like, okay, wh- what are we talking about here? You know, like, and he's, and mind you, this case happened in 2018. It's 2020. It's this has been two years, and these are cops, and you have to understand that they're these are cops on patrol, and you know this guy works in Fremont now. He worked in Stockton before, and he said that they see an average of, you know, 30 to 70 stops a day. You know, they, they got a lot of shit on their mind. How is he going to remember this small little detail? Both of them. This detail came off of nothing but but just what they remembered off the top of their head. Now, one of the officers, hit the assisting officer, his partner, said he reviewed the body cam footage, and that's how he saw it. Now, the other officer said he didn't review the body cam footage, but he just remembered it. So it's still just hearsay. There's no evidence of it. Mm, we didn't right, see right. the body cam footage. So there's nothing there. That's to me, there's too much to like, really? Okay. Now, here's another hole in this story. The 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 kid ended up coming up and, and testifying, and he told his story. And his story was that his his mom owned an auto dismantling and like car dealership, and they bought a bunch of cars at an auction in Sacramento him his brother his sister and his mom's two roommates went up to sacramento throughout the day and were picking up cars and bringing them back his brother was driving his car all day his brother has an extensive rap sheet for gun related charges now mind you this kid has a felony it was for something unrelated at all. They, they told us what it was, but it was it was stricken from the record, so we couldn't even use that because it had nothing to do with pandering or something. Right. So it had nothing to do with anything. And it was in 2014, four years later, nothing, clean rap sheet all the way to, not like they were portraying this guy as a gang member. He had nothing on his rap sheet to say any of that. So, But his brother did. And he's saying that the, his case, is it wasn't my gun. It was my brother's gun. I didn't know it was there. My brother was driving my car. I just got in my car. Five minutes later, I got pulled over.
1: And at this point, when he says, it's my brother's gun, can his brother?
0: His uh, brother didn't show up. He, he said to the court that his, his brother. brother get in trouble for that? His, he said his brother was on the run. Yeah. He said his brother skipped probation. They asked him, the, the, the state prosecutor asked him, so where's your brother at? Why isn't he here? He was like, I don't know where he's at. I disassociated from these people, moved away from Stockton after all this. Okay. And he he skipped bail. I don't know where he is on, he skipped probation or whatever. I don't know. But he's been on an ankle monitor for this whole two years. So, you know, they've been monitoring this kid, and he's been away from fucking Stockton, apparently. So, you know, to me, I was just looking at if there's enough here to prove that he actually knew. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, as far as I know, there wasn't. So, I know how he ruled there wasn't, you know. So, another key part was, like like I said, in his story, he was, he had, he had brought these cars back from Sacramento, he was done for the day. His mom told him he was done for the day. So that's when he got in his car. His mom told him, just follow me to the shop and I'll drop this last car off. You can take me home. So he got into his car. His brother hopped in the passenger seat and they were following the mom. He got pulled over for tinted windows. And he said that he stopped and then he rolled forward and turned into the court. He didn't speed off. He rolled forward to pull into a safe area. And the police report said the same thing didn't say what the first cop said that he sped off it said that he stopped and then slowly rolled into the court
1: so these cops <laughs> stories are all different
0: yes they were all not the two two cops were not lining up their stories right. and w- especially with their police report mm-hmm. and the one the one lawyer was pointing that out by you know the truthful and accurate reports mm-hmm. you know he was pointing that out a lot so all that was happening he he got pulled over and he said the cop came up to my window and I had my right hand on the steering wheel. And my left hand was holding my cell phone at the window and I was filming him and he asked for my license and I was shuffling around and I was nervous and he said, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was scared and I was looking for my ID and I didn't have it. And I told him I don't have my ID. And that's when he asked me to step out of the vehicle. And I said, can you give me some room? And he didn't move. And I said, can you give me some space? And that's when he grabbed my arm and pulled me out of the car and it there's like i said there's no body cam footage that they showed us none of this so we're going off of he said she said now part of me is sitting here thinking this is very plausible and from the other officer saying he was leaning down with his left hand like he had his right hand on the steering wheel and he was leaning down with his left hand like all that was was not in written in their reports but the him holding his cell phone and filming was written in their report. So I don't think he was leaning down. And I think he was holding his phone. And they didn't like that he was filming him. And they grabbed him. And the reason they didn't show the body cam, now this is all pure speculation, but this is what I think. And because they had their body cams on, they pulled him out of the car unlawfully and found a gun unlawfully. And then their case would just be out right away, yeah. thrown out immediately. So they didn't show any of that because it incriminates them. And that was the defense's whole position here, that the cops didn't do their job properly and put this man in a position where, you know, and, you know, for all that I, who knows, it could have been his fucking gun, but we didn't have enough evidence to prove it. And that was the thing. That's what you guys were there for. Yeah, that was, that was was the thing. And there was, there was another, this was, this is where the story got really interesting. The next day, there was another, like, there was a bombshell type of testimony that the lawyer made, the state prosecutor made a big old deal out of that. She walked up. She was interviewing him because, like I said, he testified. Mm -hmm. And he was real calm, cool, and collected when his lawyer was talking to him like he would be. And then when she went up there, the prosecutor cross-examining him, oh, my God. She went at him so fucking hard and bitchy. Like, she came at him, like, rough and, like, trying to get him, like... She came. I was, you know, saying to the the juror, she came at him like fucking Trump tried to come at Biden, you know, like just fucking trying to step him off of his game, and it and it was working to a certain extent, but he was just getting pissed and irritated at her, and the microphone was weird with his face mask, so he kept going, you know, like and leaning back and couldn't, you know, and then he would talk and you couldn't hear him, and they would tell him to talk, and he'd be like, get all pissed, and you know, so it was just. It, she was getting him riled up, and at one point she asked him, well, didn't you confess to to having the gun? He was like, no. Like, I was trying to tell them that there was a part of the story where he was trying to go give, like, he was assuming, you know, that this is my brother's gun. My brother was driving the car. He's got a, a record. So he was trying to tell the cops that it's his brother's gun. He he said, I, I was going to, you know, for a better, better words, snitch on my brother. And I was asking them to take me to a separate building. And th- they were gang cops and they there was some misunderstanding there and they sent over a sergeant who you know thought that he need, he had some information on gang stuff and they brought him back to the SEB building which is where they interview people for gang related activity they bring him back there and their story is that he just immediately confessed to have that it being his gun he kept it because of his former life and pissing people off and he needed it for protection and then he proceeded to not give any information to save his ass at all Nothing on his brother, nothing after that, Mm -hmm. which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. His story is they took him there and started grilling him on gang shit that he knew no idea about and was like, what the hell are you talking about? And then he didn't say anything about the brother because they weren't asking about the gun in his car. They were asking about gang related shit. They were asking about certain gang shit that, you know, that he had no fucking clue about. Yeah. Which is more plausible than the, their story, saying that he just all of a sudden said that it's my gun, yeah. and then nothing was written down, nothing was recorded. <laughs> he asked for them to not record because you know he's smart and knows that if he's going to snitch, he doesn't want that shit on the record. Right. But there's a way, if, if somebody makes a confession to a crime that they have, like like the gun that they just found in the car, they can document that and seal it, and there was nothing like that. Now, getting to the quick part about the forensics about the gun itself. Once they found the gun, they, they the gun pointed out by one of the jury members it was lodged in, in the seat next to the center console, driver's driver seat next to the center console, with the, the handle of the gun to where a left handed person reaching down in between the seat, a left handed person could grab it and pull it out, okay. a right handed person. Would have to bend their arm down in an awkward position and pull it and grab it. He was right-handed, so that was something a jury member pointed out. That's Mm, a gun owner that was like the brother who knows he wasn't there. Okay, and that wasn't you know so that was something one of the jury members pointed out as a gun owner that was like this is weird to me. And if I had a gun there and I was right-handed, that would be an awkward position. I would never put it like that. Even if I was trying to hide it, there would be fingerprints, and that's where the fingerprint stuff comes in it was all swabbed and tested for fingerprints the lady who came in and testified to that was 100% accurate she didn't lie about a single thing she had you know she was to the point pretty much one of the only people that didn't lie when they went up there and she um she tested everything she said like the percentages of certain things and how it's hard to get fingerprints off of like coarse surfaces like guns are and stuff like that but there's certain areas that you can and they swabbed for all those areas and once they're done swabbing that, they put it into an evidence, uh, like all this. They, they pack it for evidence, all that shit. They put it into a binder, whatever, folder, whatever they do. And then they send it to the department to be sent off to the district to get analyzed. Now, that's up to the arresting officer to do. For two years, he never sent that in. Mm-hmm. Why did he send not send that in? Who fucking knows why? But he didn't send the DNA samples in because of whatever reason, because they must have thought their case was foolproof enough to get this guy off but there were at the end of the day when we when we deliberated it was when we first went around the room it it, it took a full day of deliberation a full day and a half we got an hour of deliberation on thursday and spent pretty much the full day friday deliberating um it was we didn't take a vote initially right away but the second day we took a vote like an hour in and it was pretty much sold the whole room was not guilty except for about three people were guilty and one person was on the fence. And we went to lunch. And after we came back from lunch, we were able to um, get to, like, one One guy came up with a really good idea, like, what's your reasons for thinking guilty? And then he wrote it down on a piece of paper and kind of put it up on the, the projector and was like, okay, well, one of the guys, we had to prove three things. We had to prove possession, which we could prove. And that is, possession being that, you know, it was in his vehicle. And it's registered, it's the vehicles registered to him. Yeah. So possession, you can prove number two being he knew that the vehicle, or that the gun was in the vehicle. That's what we couldn't prove. Number three being he's a felon in possession, which we could prove. Mm-hmm. So it was basically all the charges would have been all or none. Right. If you find him guilty on one, you had to find him guilty on all. The first charge was on the gun. The second was on the magazine. The third was on the ammo. The fourth was on carrying a concealed and the fourth and the fifth was on carrying a, a loaded concealed and they were all due on that one f- simple fact of proof that he knew and there was not enough proof that he knew and once we kind of n- talked to some people and got to the real reasons of why they thought certain ways we were able to un- like tell them you know, like not tell them but convince them that you know there really isn't enough proof we're going off, you're going off a of hearsay and we can't base any of this off. it. Of, we have to base it off the the facts we have, and we don't have enough. So at the end of the day, he 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 walked. Whole oh free. And really, <laughs> really for me, man, I uh, he right when he heard not guilty, he he fucking cried his eyes out. He he put his hands, he put his head in his hands, and was fucking bawling his eyes out. And then when he walked out, I was talking to one of the lawyers, and he walked out, and he had the piece of paper in his hand that said he was free, and he had that ankle monitor taken off. And he walked like right past me and he mentioned something like he had said a quick word to me while he was walking past me. He had said, um, he said, if they had given you all the evidence, I would have been not guilty the first day, like something to this extent of that. And then he held the paper in the air and was like, like waving it in the air. So fucking excited that this was like, you know, done and over with. So it was pretty fucking at the end of the day, you're like pretty satisfied with like fuck it sucked i had to fuck, go through yeah. all this shit Hell but it yeah. was like you know it we didn't he was facing some serious time and you know we didn't send this guy away so right Thanks. so and at the end of the day i can only go off of what we have and some people like i've talked to about it already were like what the fuck that seems so easy but and i'm like no dude it's not like you know like i told them like one of the guys i work with i just went Felon in possession with a firearm. What do you think uh, we we found guilty or not guilty? And most people just that I asked that question guilty, but he said today guilty. Yeah. And I was like, no. He said, how do you find somebody with a pos- possession of a firearm not guilty? And I was like, well, let me tell you how. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's really simple. Like it's the same type of analogy. Like as if somebody, you know, if somebody has weed on them. And a bunch of weed on them in a backpack, and they leave the backpack in your car, and you get stopped, and they open the backpack and they yeah. find a bunch of weed. You are going to jail for that.
1: That's a good way to but put if it. you
0: can prove in, you are going to go to jail, take the charge. But when you, your yeah, when you go to court and you can prove that it's not yours and you didn't know what was in it, then you are off. But you have to go through that process and prove it because that's a hard case for them to make. Yeah. Like, did you see him with? You know, that was a lot of the. And that lawyer, like I said, dude, he, 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 when he was grilling them on that shit, the fucking. The truthful and honest and accurate, and a lot of times they they were both both cops. You didn't find that relevant enough to be in your report. Well, no, I didn't. Cops are a bunch it's of just huls, like bro. what the fuck, man. So I was like, yeah, it, it was really it was crazy, it was shady, but it was cool.
1: You want to know what I say to jury duty? Fuck it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, if you if you get the opportunity, it it sucks, but at the same time, it, it's, it's it's cool. Nah, it's I'm interesting. Not... It's fun. I, I had a good time. I and mean, a couple of the guys were 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 fucking interested
1: you got you go to lunch with shit and people like that or what? no
0: i i i went I didn't really kick it with anybody. <laughs>
1: you didn't make any jury friends no
0: one of the guys one of the guys were me me and him were cool we were talking
1: yeah, but, I lie I lie every time I go there and say yeah, something's up, I can't do it. Is that illegal
0: yeah, you know, you're lying to the judge. I mean, there's nothing they can fucking do to you, but
1: yeah, I'm good off that. I got to go to work, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, if your work doesn't pay, then you can always use that. And that's a valid excuse. If your work does pay, see the shitty thing, if you work for the government, like my mom had jury duty and she didn't want to, you you have to go, you can't be like, where do you work? The school district? Oh, well, they'll pay for you full. If you work for the government, they pay your full wage while you're there. So there's no way of getting out of it. So it's like, yeah, but whatever. It was cool.
1: Crazy story, man.
0: Yeah. All right. So I mean, you know, you looking like you're trying to get out of here. It's you know, it's, well, no. Hey. I'm just,
1: there's a fly fucking just tormenting me right now. You,
0: you got it. You got anything else here? Yeah,
1: I, I just want to give a couple of shout outs if that's all right.
0: Oh my God, shout outs to who? Uh,
1: my my best friend of 18 years, Michael <laughs> Nishimura, just got married last weekend, and I wanted to say shout out to him and his wife Amelia. They're in Cabo right now. I love you guys. Congratulations. Also, uh, my friend. <laughs> Uh, Alex yeah if they and, listen shout out yeah I'll make them listen uh, my friend Alex and his girlfriend Kathy are going on a trip around the United States in a rented van um, they have an Instagram called uh, trips with Kathy and Alex it's Kathy Alex trips check that out look at their journey uh, they're cool people um, <laughs> look at you with all these plugs over here for people well, I'm just saying man it's a cool you know they're going around uh, who is I, this uh, my friend Alex he was in the wedding party with me I met him and he's a cool guy and the day after the wedding, they went on a trip around the forty days. They rented a van, and yeah, that's going, tight. Yeah, they're visiting every six, yeah. thot, you know, so they're going all the way around and coming back. So uh, safe travels to them, uh, and yeah, checked out their Instagram that they're uh, uh, documenting everything on. That's about it, man. Other than that, Redder Nation. Yeah, plug uh, well, Joe Davis is uh, in San Diego trying to get some chicks right now.
0: He's a little simp. Ain't gonna happen. I'm nah, just kidding. Little, little simpy simp.
1: Yeah, he's a little simp thought, bro. Little, little simp Joe.
0: Well, hey, plug your shit, dude. What's your where, where can where can, if people listening where can they find where can they find you? You I can find a, you on Instagram. I got an Instagram. I know you got a TikTok too. I don't do no, that I don't shit. Got a you don't got that shit I got, anymore.
1: I got rid of it. No, I got one. You can find me if you really want to. <laughs> uh, my Instagram's little drummer boy l i l drummer b o y forty two. You can go check that out, and then uh, my Facebook got. Um, Blocked out, so I can't go on Facebook. So, <laughs> love yeah. you guys. Thank you, Johnny, for having me again. All right, Yeah, and
0: and I mean everybody knows the drill, but I'll say it again. Just go fucking week twelve. Week yeah, twelve.
1: Uh, NFL season week 12 We'll come recap.
0: Go. Yeah. Go. Go and rate and and review this fucking shit and subscribe and Check whatnot it out. on iTunes or wherever you know. There, What's it, it, it called? Loser shit, hour. Loser yeah. It shits out. on everything. So it's on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. But yeah, iTunes is the big one. Go subscribe and leave a review because that's that's where it matters. Like I don't know, fucking. But I don't look at any of that shit anyway, so you, it doesn't matter. No, I I really don't. <laughs> I I couldn't tell I couldn't tell your ratings on any of the shit. I I don't look. I post it and then like I'll go on like once a week. Like I, you saw me like looking on sound I, like I don't even remember when the episode. I'll go on my SoundCloud app <laughs> and like look, look and I'll be like. Oh, shit, that was, like, two weeks ago. I should do one. Like, I'm really not organized with this shit at all. Kind of just do it for fun. Like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. So, yeah, you can go do all that shit. Follow the show on Twitter is LoserHourPod. I don't really post on there much. I know I should probably get a little bit bit more active. This is just me shitting on everything right now. (laughs) Facebook's the same. You can follow on Facebook at LoserHour. There's not really much activity on there as well. But, hey, you can follow my Twitter. It's pretty exciting. Uh, I I got blocked last week, which was also... And for I just got blocked for like t- like it was only a few hours because they must have reviewed my shit and was like he didn't get blocked like why why is he getting I, I called somebody a, a closed minded idiot. So I mean I guess that's no no. But yeah, you can follow me as uh, uh Johnny the Mook. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and, shout yeah. out to all the guys with nautical star tattoos. <laughs>